Welcome to The Last Draw, the art battle podcast where three creators battle it out each week in Procreate while discussing their favorite topics in comics, video games, and animation. This week's topic is... Disney Pixar's Soul Artist Roundtable. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, how are you? Doing good. Doing normal. Did, did everyone stuff. take a deep breath in. And exhale. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, you're taking that from the LeVar Burton podcast. <laughs> LeVar Burton reads. That's what he says. He says, if, ever, if everybody's ready, take a deep breath in. I did not mean exhale. to do that. And then, he, and then he like tells the story. like He gets you in the ready in the oh, mood. Yeah. Any, anyway, yeah. anyway, He's anyway. Uh, I, uh, uh, I am great. Ace of Paint. Can I? Can, can I? I love Jordy, my guy. I love you, LeVar Burton. I, I am Ace of Paints. He's Ace of Paints. I'm Ace of Paints. Oh, I'm Sandy Scribbles. And I'm there Joe you go. Dross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Welcome, I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> Welcome to the Last Job Podcast, you guys. Um, and welcome to the Last Job Podcast Artist Roundtable for Disney Pixar's Soul. So we each did uh, art last week for uh, the movie Soul, inspired by the movie Soul. And I... I'm super excited to review these. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I think that we all kind of kicked ass this week. So um, I kind of want to start with the brightest of the three, which is which is Sandra's. Okay. Yay. Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your piece and, and how you how you did it and, and what you used? I did it in Procreate. And um, I just wanted to create a little soul version of myself. So I started out with like the main shapes and kind of did some research and looked at, you know, how the little souls looked. And I decided that I didn't want to do legs. I just wanted to have um, like the little mitten hands and put the little patches on. And I put my hair up in like that half ponytail that I do where I pull. I have long hair right now. So I pull like half of it through. So it does like that kind of bouncy bun thing. Yeah. 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 It's and very then, 80s. Um, it's kind of, yep, I never left. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I kind of looked at Joe for how they did the glasses. So they did like a really sharp line around and then did like a um, kind of translucent white mm-hmm. for the inside of the glasses. And then I looked at myself to see like, I'm like, wait, what kind of glasses shape do I have right now? So I like, you know, t- took a look at a, a picture of myself with my current glasses so I could match the shape. And um, I really like my little patches because I have... Um, the little uh, art art um, palette in the middle, and then the pencil for sketching. And I have I'm kind of going sort of. Th- like these are based on the symbols from from the from the picking of the souls, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when they like figure out something that you know is going to be really important to them yeah. in their life, like they get a little patch. So okay, I thought yeah, about yeah, the, yeah. the different things that like you know that are important to me. And I was like, well, I love art and I love color and I love sketching. So I wanted to put the pencil in there. And I am an 80 year old lady living in a 40 year old body. (laughs) That's what my boyfriend Mark says. So I have my bingo card there because I actually like playing my bingo (laughs) game. I do. Okay. I love playing the online bingo. Agnes is just so so friendly. She's always winning, though. I think she uh, cheats. I think she knows the guy up front. I think she does exactly. <laughs> you shacking it up with with eighty year olds in an old folks' home when you're like ninety five and still getting tail, like, like that's gonna be very funny to me. Like I, I'll live long just to see that shit. I'll be like, and I gotta go to Shady Pines. You and can't see, see it. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think you can see it when you zoom in so far, but like all the numbers on the bingo cards are like. Numbers that are important in my life, like my parents' birthdays and like my birthday, oh, nice. and like yeah. numbers that I like love my old put baseball my number. Yeah, but then I also have like a little bowl of soup at the bottom because I like to cook <laughs> and I really like soup. And then <laughs> I have a, I have a baseball <laughs> because me and my dad go to a lot of baseball games, so that's really important to me. And I used to play softball, soup. and I love soup. I do. I just oh, it's the best. 
And um, I have a little cupcake because I like baking and I like all the bakery type stuff. And I always bake it like Christmas and like give stuff away. It's just always something my mom did. So I do it too. And then the very top one is my most important thing. It's my stories. I got a little (laughs) old time baby. But but, 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 my bingo on my iPads. We just keep getting older and older. You're like a professional grandma. (laughs) Like let's just. I love it. Just start knitting a cardigan for your great granddaughter. Totally not a negative monitor moniker but it's definitely like pro grandma oh i'm really i'm very i'm like i'm fighting tooth and nail to be young and she's just like (laughs) i am 90 and i do not give i love it my my stories my my good friend robin's the same way no, I can't it. judge me. I, just, I think I, I hate. I think I, I. This annoys me because I identify with it so much. <laughs> like I think because like I. As you get older, I, you're like, I love yeah. old things. Like Let's no, like I, I. I wear nothing but comfortable clothes every day. Right, pajamas like, like, all I, day. Like, like anything mm-hmm. that's like even remotely tight. I'm like, get this off of elastic waist. Like absolutely are the not. Best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dresses, I love it. Do you remember but that no, dumb, just... ju- dumb Will and Grace joke where it was just like there was a guy who was named Soup. And then he got fired from a job. They were like, "You're canned soup." <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No. Like, I don't know why. But like, was that the like only... the, the soup? Yeah. Nazi yeah. On no, it, it was. It was the it was the Macaulay Culkin episode. Where Macaulay oh no, Culkin you're talking about soup. Will and Grace. I'm like, yeah. I'm like Seinfeld. No, oh no, no, no. Like Macaulay Culkin was a kid named Soup, and he got fired. Damn, and that's hilarious. And Megan Mullally was like, "You're canned soup," and I. Fell on the floor laughing. Like I like that's how that's, that's how basic my sympathy is. That's wrong. I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, that was genius. <laughs> so the entire time you were talking about soup, I was just like, oh, was Macaulay. just pond into the oh. next world. Oh. oh, I loved it. I loved it. I was so like, much. Mm, ramen. Yeah. <laughs> ramen comes in a bag. Like ramen don't come not, in a can. Not real ramen. Like. Mm-mm. Good ramen, like you get at a restaurant or something. Oh, like when oh, you go to okay. a restaurant, and you have like serious ramen that has like the meat and the egg. See, and all I know seeds. how to make luxury ramen. Like I can make really, really great ramen. Yeah. Like actually, I think I, I think you've had my ramen. I think I this have. When I had that terrible barbecue when we were in college, when I had everyone over and I cooked ramen and steak. <laughs> and I brought my like cucumber orange water, and, <laughs> and I was like, was "I'm gonna feed you me. guys if you help me put this furniture together." Okay. And I gave them ramen and steak. Oh. And everyone was gonna be like, "You cheap." Bastard. <laughs> and then, like, you didn't have the tools, and we didn't even put it together anyway. And you, like, slept on the floor with your, like, IKEA boxes that were our other It was the sleep. worst dinner party in the oh history God. of dinner parties. Like, there was nowhere to even sit down. We were just all, like, standing it around. Was, it, was, it was so funny. I it was, was just hilarious. Like, uh, everybody was just like, like, Asa, you were such trash. And I was just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, I, was like, I don't like, care. But I'm funny we're, trash. We're, 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 put, we're putting this right. Hey, I was like we're here to put the first year together so you all could have something to sit on but we didn't even put anything together i don't, I don't <laughs> remember really Every, i don't remember no, like, putting one we were, piece of furniture together we were down like three like i got like six but like the one thing i am i was good for back when i drank was 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 for alcohol so like i got like eight like six or eight bottles of wine mm-hmm. and like every, and you know I don't really drink because of my migraine, so I'm just like, hey, everybody, I got cucumber orange water. and everyone, Oh, like, yeah, she brought over cucumber at water. Me, like, really? <laughs> I was like all into it because I like had just discovered that you could like cut up the cucumbers and oranges and stick them in water and it would like do that hit water thing, but like for real. And I was, I was so that water was really good. And everyone's like, whatever. <laughs> I know you liked it, but like everybody else was like, what? Is there any alcohol in this? And I was like, oh, it's just <laughs> but water. speaking of water and, and life and, and the circle of life, let's, let's, let's circle back. Oh, to, yeah. Uh, to <laughs> just Sadie's art. Um, you do this in Procreate, right? The whole yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll, I'll start. Um, I, I've, I've, I've already regaled you off air about how much I love this, but, um, thank you there's there's something about the glow that you got that i really really love like like they're like it really does ring true to the characterization that they did in the film but it's your version like it's really glossy and it's really like high key and it's really happy looking it sort of reminds me of you like because i when i first saw it i didn't realize it was you but like it totally is like i feel like if you were in that like little realm of um souls thing you would still be like the brighter one you know like you'd be a little Aww. bit more glowy than the others because you because so you just i don't know like but like i love it and i love like you're really really good at 
they're not simplistic backgrounds they're complex but they feel simple you know like yeah. like you're really good oh, at like uh, capturing a good background that fits your image yeah. like whatever your image is I like you, you find that. you find a good working knowledge of what needs to be behind it to make it pop and, and not overpower it and still sing back to it so like yeah, i really love what you did with the background yeah that's not Thank anything you. to um to uh, turn your nose uh, up at yeah. yeah exactly i mean doing proper backgrounds for anything whether it be concept sketches or anything like that you'd be surprised how few artists are actually good isn't the right word but you know they're not they're not always looking for making sure that you have a background or some kind of you know mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're, their the main back. idea their main idea illustrators they just care about the central figure yeah exactly <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fucking it like, but i, I mean, just i don't want to do too much i just want to ground it yeah you know no, that's, that's important like, especially when you're doing do. concept stuff you have to be able to you have to be able to set a mood with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um and it's not something you see a lot of so i mean and even then background artists are important especially you know, in the worlds of comic books and manga and such, like your background, this is just oh, as important. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and even th- even things like this, like 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 she could make like I say this to like including myself, I say this to everybody that's good at at small concepts, make stickers. Like yeah. design, design the thing. Become the next fucking Lisa Frank, dude. Like, like this, this is, is well designed. Yeah. Like Lisa Frank eighty five. Like yeah, like I I I love this. I I think I think that if you keep pushing, I think that. You don't have to push your characterizations. I think that you've already found your voice in those. I think mm. if you keep pushing your color sense, the way that you zeroed in on this particular subject matters, color mm-hmm. sense. If you take everything that we ever do or everything you ever do for your personal work, and you really uh, understand the color that is the thing and translate mm-hmm. it into your own voice, then your color, like your color sense is phenomenal. So I, I think that that'll really oh. always make your pieces sing. So yeah, like, embrace colors like like i really really because i i feel like you use a lot of muted tones a lot like mm-hmm. not lately but like in a lot of the stuff i've seen from you mm-hmm. so i think yeah. like go go jewel tones go crazy like yeah. i said go lisa frank like 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 you're a very yeah. bright colorful person and, and i think that you should in that direction with Cheers. some of the other ones yeah. where yeah it's not flat it's just they're the the colors tend to kind of blend a little more this has a lot more contrast between the between the background and front which makes it pop more so yeah you're steadily moving more and more into the what what we consider the proper day glow palette to to make very much pop you know yeah it really pops really pops it really sodas (laughs) (gasps) my favorite let's have a a root beer Uh a root beer float (laughs) oh god that's like an old lady thing too root beer floats like a ghost I like it. All right. So, <laughs> um, th- was that your critique, Joe? <laughs> Did That's you get all a I got. I, I mean, um, okay. It's it's a good piece. You know, um, I'm always, Thanks. I always like your color, your uh, color cues and stuff, especially with the last couple ones. Uh, yeah. Your, yeah. Because she got brighter. Glow. I'm trying to think. Critiques wise, nah. Just I would say just keep going in the direction you're going. You know, experimenting with the the contrast of the background. I I have a tiny critique, and it's only yeah. because I love the background so much. I, I feel like you've vignetted the figure with mm-hmm. those circles. So maybe like have some faded ones that integrate into those maybe, blank yeah. areas in the in the uh, upper right and lower left corners. The lower so left should fe- like yeah. complete. So, so it fe- yeah, so it feels more complete instead of it feels like a slash of uh, like like someone waved their hand and the and the circle stopped at a particular point. Yeah. Like 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 bring bring like just fade them into nothing in those uh, hard line areas. And then okay. it'll feel more complete. Thank you. All right. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next, I guess. Yeah. Sure. So what I have here are a set of kind of gesture, gestural drawings and things. Um, word of advice to people out there. If you have a toddler, do not let them <laughs> around your stuff. If it's uh, delicate and they think it's something they can use as a marker. So... Uh, mm-hmm. My my very cute, very adorable daughter decided that uh, my digital pen for my Huon tablet was uh, was her marker, and she decided to break it. And, oh no! Uh, <laughs> so I'm oh. waiting on I'm waiting on one in the mail. But I was able to whip out a uh, Copic marker and uh, you know one of my little sketch pad notepads that I have laying around, and I watched the movie again and listened to some jazz music and things like that. Just kind of, just the the 
I've been watching a lot of like those documentaries of jazz musicians from back in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the poses and things are from like some of those Bill Evans fashion portraits and things like that. Mm. Uh, or, you know, I feel like kind of perusing, perusing those things. I found that they mm-hmm. may have unintentionally or not modeled him after a very young Coltrane. So if you look at like mm-hmm. very young Cole, like pre heroin, super heroin Coltrane, he's got a very close. If you put glasses on him, he kind of looks like Joe from the from the thing, and um, which is good. You know, obviously, you know to take cues from jazz heroes and things is great. So he he bears a somewhat resemblance to him, uh, but uh, in my opinion, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I have some black and white drawings here. You know, again, just keeping it more gesture than anything else. Um, Which I love. I love a gesture. Yeah, you, you know. It's so much movement. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those carpet actual, markers like, do yeah. a really good job with that. They're a true blue sketch marker. They have a pointed tip that's uh, a little longer than your normal run-of-the-mill design marker. They're more brushy. And, um, yeah, these were the 110 special blacks that I tend to have just kind of littered throughout my... My little tool it's been kit. years since you've called me that, Joe. Special black, um, but uh, oh. Sandy's like fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. No, um, but yeah. I love how Asa tries to provoke us. <laughs> like he's like he's like, let me just pull this very open and like put the latch there and put the piece of cheese while me and Joe are like, eating our sandwiches or our burritos on the side, going like, why? Why would we take that when I have this huge burrito right here? No need for that piece of cheese. I foresee a joke. But um, no, not having any of that. I just want you to know that like, by debating this, you gave me what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. No, you, you you took the cheese. Like, don't give but you the took the cheese. Like, I, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> like, you, yeah. like, oh. it's but um, it, it's totally oh, that was so that was so funny. Sorry. So turbo so back to show and beautiful yeah. gestural drawings yeah. from Soul. So the uh. there's four of them, and they have different different you know little topics i guess or you know whatever two of them are just kind of like one's a cartoony portrait one's a little more realistic portrait um the other is like uh i really like watching hands play piano which is kind of neat especially mm-hmm. while they're playing it's kind of yep. interesting uh so i kind of did that's a lot of that's my favorite one joe yeah i like the aerial shot of the um yeah that's kind of like i like keys. watching it's those really i don't know if you guys have ever yeah. seen but on youtube they've got a lot of these artists that will play piano and they have a camera right over their hands and they'll actually play all manner of you know musical numbers with you with you being able to see their hands and that's always i watch those a lot so it kind of reminded me of that but i wanted to get the gesture i like drawing to jazz so getting more of that kind of you know, uh, very little reference and no underdrawing. So it's all straight ink drawing uh, with all of them. And then um, I'm trying to think the other one that I like is the, I'm not sure. There's one that is modeled after a Bill Evans photograph. It's like a full body one where he's playing the piano. They just kind of modeled the Joe character in the same position. Uh, it's a very cool um, photo. And uh, I don't know. I just kind of figured I'd kind of sketch it out and see what he would look like doing that. It's got kind of that, those, um, you know, insert jazz performer name sessions, you know, the, the Tokyo sessions or mm-hmm. the, the Paris yeah. sessions. And it's always got that weird angle photo that a lot of the photographers were doing back in the 60s and stuff. So and it's always that, that really grainy black and white photo. Yeah. That yeah. like feels vintage. That goes on like a white background frame, yeah. you know. Like, oh, I, love I always, that stuff. I always enjoyed um, James Baldwin's photography, the the portraits that they would do of him. Uh, even though mm. he's not a jazz performer, he they did a lot of stuff that they did with jazz performers with his photography. So you kind of, I kind of was on a little tear for that. It was kind of neat researching a lot of the different poses and stuff that were common among them. Uh, a lot of album covers were done with the same kind of black and white stuff, especially live or like, you know, session 
stuff that they just happened to record that was really cool that kind of thing. cool yeah um well i see i love the hands too like like just because like i think that it's a very well composed um illustration hmm. uh but there's something like i don't know if you guys will relate to this but like have you ever seen like a musician's sketchbook? Like you know, like how some musicians like just doodle. Like like, have you ever seen any of those mm-hmm. documentaries where they yeah. like old jazz musicians from the twenties? Where like they all, everyone kind of dabbled yeah. in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. Like they would like mm-hmm. draw and write poetry, and it was the it was kind of like yeah, yeah it was like yeah. it was like the mm-hmm. um like what, what what Renaissance was it? It was the Harlem Renaissance Harlem going Renaissance, on and yeah, sure. and things like mm-hmm. that. And so like. Like during that time period, like you would see like musicians doodling in sketchbooks and you would mm-hmm. see them like, you know, going to jazz shows and doodling and then yeah. going up and playing and whatever. And it's sort of like this sort of because of the 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 way that you did it, the me- medium that you did it and the materials that you use, it feels like that. Yeah. Like it feels like someone went into a jazz club and sat down in front of Coltrane and sketched him while he was while he was playing. You know, like like yeah. it's in that vibe. Like it was done super quick because they were afraid, you know, that he was going to get up and be gone by the time they were done. So it it almost has like a quick like franticness to it. Like I want to get his whole like this whole energy in yeah. to these pages before he leaves, and and that's why I like it because there's an authenticity to it. Like it's very jazz. Jazz is very quick and very like you can feel like the um the movement lines mm. like you can see the direction that your hand was going um uh, that's why i like marker i've always liked marker mm-hmm. i i think that more people should be trained to draw in marker because um they don't like the act of not having the ability to erase or or hit the undo button right is a very powerful thing in creativity mm-hmm. because it means you have to use your mistakes to make yeah. something better. And people don't know how to do that anymore. People like, no, like people are yeah. so afraid to use a pen or a marker yeah. uh, mean, and like, and, and to evolve a piece to, yeah. to be something else. Yeah, I, I completely the, agree. I was just having a conversation yeah. with uh, my boyfriend, Mark, the other day about this and how, you know, because of the whole, um, you know, digital craze that's going on with the art right now with the i don't know the cryptocurrency i have to do more research into it to properly address it but you know there's just something about having something tactile and touching an original piece or owning an original piece and just the mistakes that come with it that show the actual artist's hand yeah Yeah. and i think that like when artists you know are trying they're first kind of trying to learn how to do gesture and just the figure and all these things they're they're so tight and they're so worried about making everything look just right with proportions and all that. Mm-hmm. If you were to choose a marker, especially a brush pen, there's so it just takes away so much control. And once you kind of get over that hump and just say, well, this is the tool I'm using right now. Let me make the best of it. You, you're like Bob Ross. You find happy things and the little happy mistakes or the Stop. happy accidents. No, you really do. You're like, oh, I made a mistake. Let me like. No, fix she's this. right. I just, oh. Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I like just think Steve Irwin. Off to Bob Ross. Yeah. No, no, I just it's, oh it's like God. saying Steve Irwin at, like at a zoo. Like I'm just like there's really... like the the holy yeah. not Trinity because there's more of them. It's like it's like Mr. Rogers, Bob Ross, Lavar Burton, and um um those terminal it's like ter- yeah. terminally happy people that yeah, like the, concern the that do concerning things <laughs> the, the holy quad yeah, yeah. I, think what's, I think what's interesting about markers especially the ones the way i use them is that um with the added fact that you can't erase um that mm-hmm. that actual idea that you can't erase allows you to become a, a practiced hand like there are people mm-hmm. who can draw but being a drafts person, someone who draws, yeah. draws, draws, and do, does a single style of line or a single type of, or uses a specific type of tool over and over and over and over again, even in digital art, you can see their habits just because they're a practice hand. I notice a lot yeah. in folks who have not put their hands on tactile tools like I guess analog is the best way to say it or traditional tools. Mm-hmm. Um, what they find is they now have the ability to practice the type of line that they want, that they need to find in a digital machine. Um, that's mm-hmm. a big problem that I tend to have, especially with like tablets and, and things like that is when I use a digital pen, 
my brain thinks that it's the same kind of brush pen that I always use. So the weight and all that stuff, I have to tune it very specifically so that I can get the line that I'm that I think I can get that I've done, a, you know, 10,000 times with a, you know, I've burned, you know, a hundred Copic markers trying to, trying to get right. And it's nice doing those gesture drawings because it's, it's a little more natural. I know exactly where to put, put it. I know how much pressure is going to be there. I can kind of feel the tooth of the paper, which is kind of neat. Um, and you know mm -hmm. how, you know, you know how long to drag the pen across to keep from bleed. So I'm going to, it's interesting. I've, um, I've joined the dark side now and I've got an iPad coming. So I'm going to see what, you know, procreate can do in terms of allowing me to kind of keep it, you know, natural, I guess is the way to say it. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, there I have notebooks full of these drawings that are, I just burn Copic markers to the ground uh, just doing stuff like this. So, yeah, I mean, I literally was just watching old film and drawing what I could, you know, just drawing what, what I thought was interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, one more thing I do want to say about markers, like, working with, like, anything, like, like going straight uh, from paint to paper without mm -hmm. sketching, um, like using markers, using a, a ballpoint pen in a sketchbook. Yeah. It changes your mindset because mm -hmm. you cannot be a perfectionist when you do that. Like no. you can't be someone no, who expects to be making perfect marks or, or strategic marks that are perfectly placed every time. So you mm -hmm. actually become more accepting of your mark making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and you become a different artist. Like yeah. they're like you know how like the first thing you learn as an artist is to not treat your drawings like they're precious. Like to not be afraid to erase if you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, like on a finish mm -hmm. on a final finalized drawing or something. Like if you mess up the hand, you have to you can't be afraid to erase it and draw it again. Right. Like it's mm -hmm. sort of that, but like turned on its head a bit. Where like if you make a mistake using a ballpoint pen you have to figure out how to turn that into something else. Maybe use the black from that area to make a shadow and then turn it into something else. Yeah. You know, like you learn to be creative in a different way. I think that I think you is evident. Yeah. More diligently because you don't want, because mm -hmm. you go. Well, I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's that. I, I, I think that that that's yeah. a separate thing, but I, I think that what, what I mean is that like when you don't have the choice to go back, you have to accept the, 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 things that you've done and that i think i think that that rings true for life in general like you can't yeah. ever go back mm -hmm. like, yeah. like i think that you learn more about yourself when you look at your mistakes and you and when i go through my old sketchbooks and i see all my old mistakes i remember where like the pages that i learned stuff on yeah. like i remember the sketches that made me a better art like the figures that mm -hmm. i couldn't get an eye right eight yeah. times and then when i finally did it on that ninth time it was right there and it's on that well, page I think you know big, that that sort of part of, thing. of it is it teaches you to scribble I mean, you yeah. have to yeah. eventually, depending on if you're going to be in the inking, if you're going to do inking specifically, where you're, it's, it is it is tough to <clears throat> undo or to, you know, have a bunch of white out or something on your page. You know, if say mm -hmm. you're doing a traditional, if you're doing traditional inks on a comic book, uh, yeah, that stuff can be photoshopped out. But the original skill was allotted to drafts people because... They made to the, the decision to learn how to lay those lines down better elsewhere. So they would mm -hmm. practice specific types of lines and specific types of hatching and specific types of techniques um, just at random. Like you'd see some of their sketchbooks and it's all just like I tried to do this blotch 50 times or, you know, this is how you pull this style of brush or they would do brush comparisons and all their yeah. technicians. You know, and so even with like these drawings here that are, they seem naturalistic and they're, you know, they're, they're wispy and all this other type of stuff. It just comes from me being, having done those types of lines a gazillion times and it feels natural just from the practice. And I made the decision to do that. Um, whereas, you know, when you do digital art, not everybody is really put into the position to make that decision because you can just press control Z and call it a day. You know, well, and especially when you're doing like professional work and you're like, okay, this has to look on point. You're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go over and over and yeah. over again. But I think that there is a, there is a point to say, if you can be disciplined enough when you jump into the digital realm of saying, 
I'm not going to double tap and procreate to undo that every single time I try right. to draw a circle or a line right. or yeah. hit control Z in some other program. Yeah. Like you need to do that. Like I saw the yeah. auto vector. I, I saw I was recent, I guess procreate allows you to just like it auto corrects your lines <laughs> into vectors and yeah. Cause there, there's do... like streamlining and everything. Yeah. And it's really nice. It, that looks yep. so awesome. It's also very scary. Mm -hmm. Cause what if I wanted that line to be that way? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. It does. It changes the way that. It, yeah, that's I, very true. I, I like it. I'll no. be honest. I really like it. I love it because I have such a shaky hand when it comes to cleanup. So mm -hmm. finally, I've been able to do some clean line work. Yeah. And I don't think it takes away because you need to know where to put the thick and thins and all that yeah. kind of fun stuff. But as far as it, like, like I would watch some people just draw freehand in Photoshop and it look so clean like vectors and, and yeah. almost like robotic i was like do you have robot parts like how are you drawing this way because well, yeah. i try to draw a line and it's like wiggly. it takes a I while just, to get that shit yeah. like no like i i can i can attest to how long that takes to develop like you have to like i hate to say it you have to work out your heart like you have to figure out what your wrist motion is going yeah. to be for particular lines you have to figure out whether you're more smooth in your hand motion yeah. going upward mm -hmm. or downward and then you have to figure out where your elbow anchor is going to be yeah like like mm -hmm. i like i like you have to figure out all those things before you yeah. can draw a clean line because i could not draw a clean line until someone yeah. taught me how and <laughs> was like oh, you okay. got it yeah is that sandy is it this might be something you see in your classes i'm, I'm i've always wondered is mm -hmm. this um i think since you do a lot of digital but you you know we we've been far mm -hmm. we come from the generation of like people are doing still doing traditional stuff is the digital like actual... is the use of digital thing akin to when people when artists started picking up the the multi-liners where they had the where those became less expensive and like you had a like a generation of artists that only used multi-liners and you could tell that they weren't using brushes and you could tell that they were just using one line weight and yeah i think i think that a lot of the especially a lot of students they just they want everything to look so perfect so quick yeah and they want to jump over the dealing yeah. with all the draftsmanship skills and they want to jump over and yeah. just say well let me make everything look really cool but why and then they, they they stick a step back and it looks slick and it looks polished and the aesthetic is nice mm -hmm. but then there's no form there's no volume it's yeah just like flat. honestly like honestly sandy that's mm -hmm. what because i was one of those people that i could draw what i see really well mm -hmm. but i didn't have the foundation like i didn't have like every muscle in the body memorized i didn't yeah. have like you know the entire skeletal structure in my head when i was drawing that shoulder and I had to go back and and get that shit, you know, because like if yeah. you don't have a foundation, then there's going to be something lacking in your pieces. And it's going to be something that no one can really put their finger on. But you can mm -hmm. tell when someone draws an arm and it's correct when it, yeah. like yeah. anatomically, because we all know what a right, mm -hmm. what a what a arm looks like. So like and you always know when an eye is slightly out of place. Right. Mm -hmm. And you always know when like something is a bit askew in perspective because we look at buildings and everything and sidewalks every day. So you can always it's sort of tell. Thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like I, I love that you focus on that, like as a teacher, like yeah. making sure that they have yeah. those foundations. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I'm just passing, I'm passing paying it forward and passing it forward what I learned from Marshall Vandruff when I took classes from him at Cal State Fullerton. And um I was just lucky enough to be in his classes and he's just a master draftsman and he just would explain everything so that it made a lot of sense even if you couldn't do it at the time about how thing especially foreshortening something coming at you going away from you he would always say like think of it like to create form he was like think about if you took a little ant and you dipped its feet in ink and it went for a little journey across your form where would the little ink where would it leave a mark and it got you to think about making things look thick and three-dimensional mm -hmm. so i'm really passing along everything i learned from marshall and if uh, our listeners uh, are really into all this stuff you guys should definitely check out um their podcast he does a podcast with proco uh called the draftsman and it's fantastic and i can't yeah. highly recommend um yeah. that enough yeah awesome i i did so uh, <laughs> to, get to the map uh, i did i did like movie poster dude Thank you. Asa like, <laughs> keeps doing the. These, I like, came to play. Like, <laughs> I had yeah, to like. He's like I had master to set the phone to make sure I could look at it. Looked rendered like three D rendered, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Is he getting into rendering or what's going on?" And then, I, and then I saw a little more of the form, <laughs> and I was like, "But this is like a good composition. It's like I would expect to see this as a, you know, if it was 
not trying to be also kid friendly with the with the other characters like this kind of makes mm-hmm. sense here like this is like a movie poster this is something uh, yeah mm-hmm. thank yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, so. thank no, you no. so much like no. i I, I and, and I want to say thank you to like all the listeners and all of um like all of the people that follow on Instagram. Like thank you so much for the love that you shown my soul piece already Jesus. because I am I am floored. Yeah. But like, because like I can honestly say that like this is probably my best piece that I've done so far. And I and, love it. Yeah, I like, think it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Like oh. I am um I'm super happy that I did one particular thing be- besides paint this. Um, and I'll get into the technicals in a minute, but like I took a course called the uh, it's online. Uh, the guy has a, a site on YouTube called uh, Control Paint, uh, C N T R L plus Paint. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was telling Sandy about it, and actually, like I have all the files. I got the um, the fundamentals painting course for Photoshop and the uh, advanced colors mm-hmm. course for Photoshop. And like, let me tell you something. It like going back to the beginning, like what we were just talking about, going back to the fundamentals mm-hmm. and like learning every single hotkey pr- pr- properly mm-hmm. and like knowing how to do like different lighting effects, yeah. like uh, understanding lighting perspective uh, in Photoshop, right. like knowing where to put your figure, understanding like w- like what the um, what the opacities do in the brushes, like like knowing when to use a hard brush and when to use a soft brush. All those things are covered. And they mm. give you exercises to do. And you basically are just starting over. And it feels mundane, but it's so well explained. And it really took me back, like, through my paces and got me to just kind of just go, like, okay, I'm going to stop, you know, trying to do these big lofty pieces and just focus on one central figure and form and put some great light on it and 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 understand the light and do the light the way it actually is. Mm. And, and so, like, I really feel like I went back to basics with my soul piece this week. Mm. And... Uh, and I rendered the shit out of it because I finally knew how. <laughs> like, it's it's really cool when you actually know what you're doing using a computer program. Because a lot of times you're like guessing and you're trying out brushes and you know you're trying out gradients and 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 just playing around and hoping for the best. But when you know exactly what you're going to do and you have a plan and you know exactly what material like what what brush you're going to use and mm-hmm. and uh, you know what colors you're going to use, like that's. It makes it a lot more fun because then you can just do the thing and be confident the whole way through from start to finish and not have to spend your time like with your, you know, your finger on your lip and, you know, like Mm -hmm. looking at the piece, wondering what you're going to do next. Like it takes all that guesswork out when you have those solid fundamentals. So like I want to give a huge shout out to um, the Control Paint um, YouTube page. It's phenomenal go and get those packages i think the whole thing cost me like 110 dollars and like totally worth yeah, it i put a like, link up on our facebook on the youtube and the page yeah, the YouTube, it's the, it's facebook it's the best money i've ever spent you guys facebook. like and it really like it, like it is it is not solely responsible for this piece huh solely responsible um wow. but 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 like it it <laughs> It definitely is a major contributing factor to advancing my skill set to to get this piece done. And yeah. I and going into the technicals of it, um, I I wanted I, I, for some reason whenever we do Disney, <laughs> I I get into movie poster <laughs> mode. <laughs> and so like really I, do. I, I, I mean no like I I, mm-hmm. I I knew that like because because I, like I I come from Black culture and I understood that this was. It, as much as you want to say, like, it's about a cat and a, and a renegade soul. And a, this was a, a, one of the first African-American stories by Pixar. Like, like it, mm-hmm. it was it was yeah. a great thing. And it was about this man and his emotional journey um, through the afterlife and back and appreciating his life and understanding what living was. So I did want to just focus mm-hmm. on him. And, and as much as I wanted to put his little cartoony soul in the center where that blue light is, because it is a black and, black yeah. and white piece mm-hmm. um, with just a central colored light that is reflected in, in the logo. I never make the logos part of my pieces, by the way. I call back to them with colors, but I don't ever integrate them. So, like, I want them to feel separate. So, like, um, yeah. But I, I was going to put like one of those cartoony souls, like what Sandy did, like like um, mm-hmm. in in where his neck is, and have it glow, so you could kind of see what the character in the movie looks like. But it just didn't fit. Like there was something really classic yeah. about him, um, in the way that it, like when he, I tried to make him like that mix of cartoony but kind of realistic, where you bring in like the wrinkles of the skin and 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 you know reflections of the glasses, and kind of gave that 
Pixar animation style a bit more life, a bit more realism. And when I did mm -hmm. that, it just didn't fit. Like the having having that cartoony character didn't fit. So I, I went with like a really uh, symbolic light uh, that kind of emulated a soul. Like I put it at the placement of it. I wanted to be like near the heart, but like more so near the center of the figure. And that was more mm -hmm. my focus. So like I, I really I, I it was more like I knew it exactly what I wanted to do. I did it, but I was still shocked that I did it when it was done. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, have you ever had one of those pieces where it's kind of your breakthrough and you're just like, I cannot believe I did this. Did you guys ever experience that? <laughs> I've done that. Oh, a yeah, for times. sure. Like, like where I'm just like, holy shit, like this was mine. Like I, I haven't had one of those. Sure. Where, where, yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy. So let me know what you guys think yeah. about technical um, stuff. Yeah. And it was done in Photoshop, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got all the hallmarks of a, you know, well-rendered Photoshop kind of thing. Uh, not a lot of layers that I can see. Nope. I did it all in one. Yeah. Okay. Except for the light, so, the lights on a separate layer. Yeah, I figured you got the you got use like the lens flare or something like that to get to get it just right. I mean, um, pretty good. Um, critique wise, I mean, it could use a little more smoothing towards the neck area, just getting the the directional light going. Yeah, um, I agree with that. It doesn't look flat, but it's just you can tell it needs just a little more. Uh, but then again, it's a, it's not a realistic, it's not a, it's not an ultra realistic version of the character. So it's, again, I didn't want it to look too 3d yeah. <laughs> because every, first um, of all, from far away, it looks 3d it looks, when you yeah, get up on it, it, it exactly. ain't 3d. I'm having to actually zoom in quite a bit to kind of see what's going on. Um, uh, no, that's about it. Uh, the top of his hat. Um, this is something that I've always found when, when I'm rendering and is a, it's a problem that. I have and a lot of other people have when they're when they tend to render is um nobody likes anything to look flat until it's time to do something flat <laughs> and hats are very tough because the materials that they're made out that they're made out of rely on the texture to flatten them out so when you render them shiny they tend to look like they're made out of clay and mm. um Oh yeah, it, it does look like silly putty. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just you know, and again, this isn't this is just nitpicking. I mean, the 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 whole thing is really good. I mean, you you took the time to actually get texture in there, but it's a felt hat, and it's a tough to that material is tough to make. Um, 3d quote unquote. That, I, I was trying to yeah. paint everything mm -hmm. like like just render everything this is this is this, yeah. this this is when this is when you use texture brushes like right. that's There's that's a, when you throw those in i didn't get to that yet <laughs> like is, i don't i, I don't know that shit yet <laughs> so you have to make the decision of less is more yeah and i feel like if you were to erase a little bit of it and get the lighting just right if you had less rendering it would look flatter which is what you want with a hat Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's about it. I mean, everything else—the the glasses are spot on. Like, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, from a distance, it looks like it's 3D render. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah. No kudos. This is good. Yeah, it's a thank good. Thank you so uh, much. Thank character. you, Joe. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, I mean, if it was a if this was a caricature of somebody, it'd be an excellent one. So this is it's good. Yeah. Well, I can't give I can't take credit for the character design. But no, no, of course. But you got the shapes right, and, yeah. and looking and comparing it. I'm looking at my laptop mm -hmm. right now, comparing it to the original render. I mean, I mean, it's good. I mean, I would I would mistake if I didn't know what I was looking at. I'd mistake it for a poster, and it just like the hat just needs to be flattened out. That's the only thing that really like I see is it is I'm not sure what shape of the hat it is. I don't know if it's a fedora because it's round. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, that's about it yeah but that's it i love it um i think it's probably one of your finest pieces that i've ever seen you do Thank even you. all through college uh -huh. i think that it has it has a looseness and it has like a, a it, it, there's a joy to this one and um i i had to do a double take as well i thought that it was 3d at first and i I love that the character is looking right at the audience mm -hmm. so it's very it's not even like a confrontational look. It's just like a, hey, I'm here. You'll get to know me. Yeah. Come on in. Like like we were talking about the windows being the eyes. Um, uh, the eyes being the windows of the soul. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like, so I switch things around. I, oh, I, do all I love that, though. Um, that was such a and, good and, way to work yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I the the bright spot coming from 
his vocal cords. Just like being an artist and just being, you know, depending on what kind of artist you are, musicians are so, you know, it's all about what's coming from like usually their vocals. And a lot of us that can't vocalize our, you know, our emotions or our thoughts, we do it through our art. Mm-hmm. And um, because he plays the music and he's sort of not, he's not the vocalist, but he's behind the scenes. That's just, that really rang true with me. That mm-hmm. that's where his, his mm-hmm. heart and his voice is coming from. And it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And everything is so soft and inviting and like, Hey, I'm a good person. It's really like those kind of warm tube television, black and white films or something like that, where it's 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 that yeah, it's that vacuum tube glow that I yeah, think it's like if you've had nailed here because it's not on purpose. It's just from the soft mm-hmm. rendering. So yeah, it's uh, almost like hey, you've had a hard day. You want to put on an old black and white mm-hmm. movie and feel a little bit better yeah, and watch yeah. someone else kind of go through tribulations and trials and let you know that you're not alone in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what this feels yeah, like. Stuff I, I, warm thing. I, I do have to take mm-hmm. like one one piece of credit for one really cool thing. And that is that I, a few people in my family saw this piece. And because mm-hmm. like like me, I didn't know about this movie until we watched it. Yeah. Um, but a few people saw my piece and went and saw the movie. And now it's their oh, favorite neat. movie. And, oh, <laughs> and, I, and I like that's the best. that. I, I love, love that. that. Like, yeah. like, like, and that can happen to any artist. Like if you create yeah. work and artwork is meant to be seen. So if you put it out there, you mm. never know what it yeah. will inspire or who it will inspire. And that is where I take the most pride is that like in my own that's little like, way, I helped pr- like promote this amazing story of this like, amazing mm-hmm. musician. Black so, belt yeah. grandmaster, uh, fan art level, man. Like you yeah. make right? people watch that's stuff. Great. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I, I I love that. So like um, good job. Uh, thank you guys. Um, so yes, yeah, so this concludes uh the last show podcast artist roundtable for Disney Pixar's Soul. Uh, we will be posting all this to our Instagram and Facebook group at the Last Show Podcast, um, on both sites. And yes. um, thank you guys. I. I loved both of your pieces, so yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm super jazzed. Um, look forward to a, wow. a, a plethora of you're sketches from Joe. Jazzed. Yeah, I, you know what? That was that was totally. And and by the way, I just have to say that since you guys were just both talking about where I placed the light, the, I just realized something that is directly taken from the fact that I was watching Little Mermaid that weekend. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, where is the light coming from? And and, and wow. Ursula did re- did yeah. did legit take a glowing light out of Ariel's throat. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So like, conscious derivation. That's come all I got. Open. <laughs> Call me the, the great and powerful Oz. Like, like only oh. a man. <laughs> <laughs> just a man. I'm just like. Well, at least it was inspired by Disney, bitch. Like Jesus. Like, like, like at least I kept it in the family. <laughs> he's, he's working them all together. Oh, you got to you got to keep he it. Is. You got to keep it te- in tandem. With the world mm-hmm. of which you are working, this is true. Within that this world, this is true. So, cool. like, All like right. despite your your critique, I shall I shall carry <laughs> I shall carry on. <laughs> so it's a it's a beautiful piece. Uh, I think, you should be very. I, I think we all should be proud. Um. Anyway, uh, have a great one, you guys. See you later. Oh, by the way, oh, we, we've got. I'm I'm Ace of Pain. Oh, yeah, I'm Sandy Scribbles, and I am Joe Draws. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bonus content. It was it was it was a legit prank. <laughs> You know, I was just doing laundry, packing my bag, and I come back out, and Asa has like this solemn look. What? He was like so sad, and I was oh, like, Oh, I remember what I did now. I was like, Why are you so upset? And Duncan was like, Fuck, Sammy, I can't believe you said that. And I was like, What? And they were like, Asa's like, You called me a darkie. And I was like, What? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, Fuck you. No, I didn't. And they, and, and they had wow. no, they had this shit up for like two, three days. Why are you gonna do that to this nice white lady? Because <laughs> she's don't do she's that. White. That's like <laughs> that's why. I've seen, I've seen, like, I've seen them like uh, commit suicide over that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did not. And then oh my so they, God, they kept this shit up for like. <laughs> just when you, just when you.
Yo, it was a legit prank. That's when you say that, and then that's the scene. The scene in my oh, head that's is that so that's said, and then you hand her a revolver and be no, like, you know what was, to do, and then you, you know, walk like, out of the she's, room. She's not characterizing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not characterizing. She's she's right not char- No, you're not characterizing the right way. It was such a prank, and it was so lighthearted. <laughs> she, it was not. She, yes, it you was. Cannot, you cannot stand it was, and say, oh, oh my God. First Sandy, of all, you should let, see let me, your face. Sandy. You look like I had shot you in the heart with like Sandy, an arrow. Like, let, me, let me explain something to you. I was laughing the entire time. <laughs> like, had someone actually high. had someone actually called me a darkie, I would not have thought it was funny. <laughs> but I was, <laughs> like, I was, I was I think I was so though. upset that I didn't like, remember we, you laughing. <laughs> we were. Because I was like, we were no. on the ground. <laughs> I was so upset. Because, you know, like, you know, you know how Duck it is. Like, he's like, wow. Wow, Sander! Like, like, I can't believe you're doing. You know, like he talks like a game show host. <laughs> Hi, like. <laughs> can you? Can we hear can you? you? We can't hear you. No. Can you? Oh yeah, me? we can oh. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I mean, we I can. Was, I wasn't talking. I just saw that it was recording, so I was like, ah. No, no, that's cool. No, no you, did, we you were, just missed we, my sad story. We were, we were, Making <laughs> we, fun were of giving, we were reliving times when, when, when we went to the. I don't know if you remember these things, uh, Errol, but do you remember the Scaddy Awards? Oh, the Scatty Awards. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I was never uh, good enough. Uh, me neither. Oh, we all just hopped on Ace's bandwagon and went down to Savannah with him. Uh, yeah, like so, like I got nominated. There was a weekend where we like we went down to Savannah. It was me, her, and another classmate of ours, and. We just decided to prank the shit out of Sandy. The it whole was weekend. so upsetting. It, it was it was so funny. I was I, I made a claim that Asa, that uh, that Sandy made a racial slur. No, made, no, let's tell the story. Sandy. Let, no, let's tell the story correctly. We all had just finished eating dinner after getting really high. I went into another room to like pack my bag, and when I came on weed, on when weed, I came on weed. out, and it, you know that felt like an hour had passed. I came back out into the living room, and Asa looked like. Like like his his nana died. I was doing or some of my best. Like, I was doing some some of my best acting. He, like I tears. Was I was <laughs> and Duncan was looking at me like I, I how had dare you? In my pocket. Like how dare you? And I was like, what's what happened? <laughs> like what's the matter? And Ace is like, I can't believe you, Sandra. And I was like, what? Because whenever he says Sandra, I know it's serious. Like sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's serious. And he's like, and Duncan's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I was like, what is going on? And Ace is like, he like had the choke in his throat and everything and was like, you called me a darkie. And I was like, yes. And I was like, I know. And I was like, no, I didn't. I did not. They kept this shit up all the way through down to Savannah for like two, three days. I like went to, we went to Tony Romo's with your uncle and you were still making me feel guilty. And I was like, I would never do that. I was just like, Why would I, like, I, I can't believe say she that? Did. But I was so it, high I didn't remember. And I was like, I, I want you to understand. I'm no, so upset. No, here's, here's, dangerous, dangerous here, game to play. I was so here's sad. what's so funny about this. Here's so fu- what's so funny about this. There are two things. One, Sandy is the least likely person to ever do anything like That's that, why I was which like, made what it the so hell? hysterical. And and no, and the other thing is she 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 couldn't recall if she did or not <laughs> because she was so messed up. So we kept making her think that she actually did it. And I was like, like why would I ever <laughs> say that? I love you. No. I mean. They say when you're high, sometimes your it was, dark it, side comes. No, it was, it was, it was. Oh god. <laughs> yep, there's, there's two of me. But like, I, but let me, let me make myself painfully clear. Like she was so, like she would not stop bringing it up. She was like, "Are you sure?" Like, like it was, it was, it was not. I was like, upset. We did not keep bringing it up. She kept. Bringing I was it up. so it sad. Was, it, but like we're having a great time. We're drinking. Most she's like, "Did I call you a darkie? Really?" Like, like, and we're just like, "Oh my god!" Like there is a white person standing right here that does not know us. <laughs> All art created for this episode is available for immediate view at the Last Draw Podcast on Instagram.